0: Hi, everybody. My name is Julia, and this is the Life After Breath podcast. Today is Talk It Out Tuesday, where we talk about all the things, all of them. Okay, well, maybe not all of them, but we are going to chat and figure out the best ways to help us all find complete wellness and what that even means. We'll explore that and figure out what it means for you so that you can go kick ass and live the life of your dreams. Are you ready? Let's go. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Talk It Out Tuesday. The other day I was outside and, you know, it's November here in New York, so it's a little cold. Um, it's been weird weather, you know, cold one day, warm the next, but it was, it was beautiful and it was chilly. I like to call it brisk where you have to wear a coat, but it feels really good to be outside. And the sky was blue and the leaves are changing. And I decided to go for a longer walk than I had originally planned. And so, um, I was, I was, as I was walking, I thought I'm going to go to the park. So I went on the long walk to the park. I ended up going to, there's this little, they call it a parade grounds, but it's literally like sports fields. (laughs) There's like soccer fields. There's like, um, a couple of batting cages. There's a couple of like baseball fields. There's a couple of tennis courts and anyway, I decided to, to just hang out there, and I went and sat on one of the benches, and I was talking to a friend of mine, and then I talked to another friend of mine, and before I knew it, my intention of sitting there and doing some breathing and some meditating under some of my favorite trees, um, I started getting really cold, and so I thought, okay, I'm going to go ahead and go, and I'll do my breathing when I get home, and uh, I got up, and it was like the longer I was out there, the colder I got. And I don't know why all of a sudden I got cold, but I was like really cold. And I realized I was walking down the shady side of the street and I looked across the street and it was bright and sunny. And it was like, and I literally said to myself, oh my gosh, I want to walk in the sun. I want to walk on the sunny side of the street. And it hit me <laughs> how so often in our lives we make choices to stay in the shade, to stay in the in the cold and in the dark instead of walking in the sun and choosing that side of the street instead. And I know that sometimes it's not that easy. Like I'm making it sound like it's the easiest thing in the world to be in a a dark space and be like, you know what, I'm just going to walk over there. But there are so many times where we choose to stay stuck. I don't like that word. But where we choose to stay in one place, where we choose to, instead of trying to wake up in gratitude, we just say, yeah, I can't do that. Instead of trying to see if taking a couple of breaths might make you feel better in the morning, you say, "Mm, I can't get up any earlier, or I'm not going to find the time to do that, or whatever excuses we come up with or reasons we have for not doing some of the things that actually might work for us, or even deciding to maybe eat healthier or to, you know, just smile at the person walking down the street. We never know what the other person is going through. You've heard that before. Always be kind to everyone because you don't know what, what everyone's going through. And oftentimes I smile at people and they smile back and I feel good. Um, I actually had an experience once in here in New York where I smiled at this man and he scowled at me and... To the point where as I passed him or after I'd passed him, I started laughing because I was like, oh my gosh, like that was the meanest scowl I've ever received in my life. And I smiled at that man and I think that he hadn't expected me to smile and I did and I maintained my eye contact and I walked past him. I think I went and grabbed something at a store because not too long later, I passed him going back. To back to my apartment, you know, but we pass each other again. And I smiled again. And he met me with the most amazing smile. And it was fantastic. And it really made my day. And it made me feel like I had made his day too, because I smiled at him first when he wasn't expecting it. And so it made him smile again when we saw each other again. So I'm totally off track from what I was originally trying to talk about, but I think it's important to think about how we can choose. We can choose to stay where we are, or we can choose to try to start to walk on the other side of the street, to try to walk in the sun. And I'll be honest with you, when it feels hard and impossible... I'm not talking about throwing a plastic smile on your face and pretending that everything's okay. You know, people talk about toxic positivity. Trust me, I've had my fair shares of being called, you know, poly positive and okay, Pollyanna. People have said that to me on numerous occasions and not in a positive way. I believe that toxic positivity would be denying that there's an issue and, you know, sorry, plastering. A plastic smile on my face and moving forward like that and pretending being in denial of what's actually happening. To me, I can see how that would be considered toxic positivity. But finding a situation and deciding and making a choice that you want better, that you want more, that you don't want to feel stuck, that you don't want to feel the negative feelings that you're having and just trying to find the next best feeling that's not negative. That's not toxic. That's not toxic positivity. That's trying to find some light in every situation. And I am all for that. If that makes me toxic, okay. But I don't believe that that's true. I think that you can actually make steps, take steps to feeling better just by finding the next best feeling. And sometimes that's going from feeling completely out of control to being pissed off about feeling completely out of control. Because now you don't feel out of control anymore. You feel pissed off. And that feels a little bit better than feeling out of control. And so then, from there, let's find the next best feeling. Let's find the next best feeling after that. Because trust me, I crossed the street and I was walking in the sun and I was still cold, but I was not as cold. And the more I walked in the sun, and the more I continued to choose to stay on that side of the street, the warmer I got. And then I'd go into some shade and cool down a little bit, and then the sun would be there again. And so it just was a blaring example to me of, of this idea of feeling just a little bit better and doing so by deciding that it's okay for me to make a change you know I always tell my clients that especially people who are trying to pay attention to their nutrition and weight loss and stuff like that like if if they go to a party or something and they cheat and they said they tell me that they cheated I don't believe that that's true I don't believe it's a cheat I believe it's a choice and the best part actually um Jason Siegel said this in a, on a podcast once. He said, the best part about a decision is that you can make another one. And I believe the same thing is true about a choice. The best part about choice is that you can make another choice. So you didn't cheat. You chose. You chose to eat something or to do something that didn't move you in the direction that you want to move in. Okay, let's move on. When we dwell on it and make it a big deal... Then it's a big deal. We don't have to do that. We can just make a different choice next time. Please note that I didn't say better. A different choice. And so the same thing is true when we're feeling sad to quote my friend Donna, "You can have human shitty moments. You're going to. And it's okay. and it's okay to acknowledge I am having a human, shitty moment. I don't like the way this feels. And you I think it's important for us to to feel it to feel that feeling to be angry for a minute because the thing about anger anger is one of the best emotions you want to know why because it tells you something's wrong when you start feeling angry it you're, it's your it's literally your body saying hey something i am reacting to something and something needs to change even if it's just i need to move away from this situation do you see what i mean So we are allowed to have those shitty human moments, but let's not stay there. Let's make a choice to feel just a little bit better. Let's make a choice to cross the street. I know I'm making this into like this giant thing, and I actually was thinking I was going to talk about this subject in one of the daily breath segments, but the reason why I was thinking that this would be a good daily breath is because that's what breath work is helps us do it helps us be aware of how we're feeling when we can breathe it's it, like it's just a practice and we do it in the morning because it starts out our day well and you've heard me say that how many times now and you'll probably hear it a whole bunch more but that's the thing is that it's it's a practice and it starts to become a habit. And as you build the habit, it's not just about the habit of getting up early in the morning and doing some breathing. It's about the fact that when you feel yourself start to react, you know, I need to take a couple of breaths so that I don't react so that I can respond to the situation. But what I said there in the beginning was that you feel yourself starting to react. I'll be honest with you. I spent years in management reacting to my staff and the things people would do and say without even thinking or even realizing or acknowledging that I was reacting. And so having this breath practice, what it does is it makes you pay attention to your body. You can't help it. Remember, we were talking about focusing on our breathing and what it means to to pay attention to your breath and to pay attention to like having an empty mind or whatever those things are, you start to practice that, that starts to become a habit so that all of a sudden you are more aware of the things around you, of the beauty around you, of how you're talking to yourself, of how um, how you feel, how your body's reacting. And all of a sudden you're aware of those things. And that awareness is what's key in order to make sure that you are in a state of response instead of reaction. And in order to make sure that you feel yourself Falling into some of these emotions, you have a thought, and then you attach an emotion to it. And so if you're having a thought, and you're starting to attach an emotion, then you can actually start stop yourself and say, hang on, is this valid? I'm feeling angry. Is this valid? Why? Something's going on. I'm reacting to something. What does it mean? What can I do? What is within my power? What is within my control? And here's the thing about emotions that I find fascinating. And I'll be honest with you. I don't remember where I got this information. I kind of think I'm not going to go throwing names around because I can't remember who said it, but apparently scientifically, it takes our brains 90 seconds to process an emotion. That means when we get mad, Somebody does something that pisses you off, or that you allow to piss you off. You are angry physically for ninety seconds, and that's it. And then your brain's done. But because of how we work, because of our lovely brains, and how we we take control, we play that story over and over and over again. And now we're mad for an hour. We're mad for a fucking whole day. We're mad for a week. We stop talking to that person. But really, the true bit of anger lasted 90 seconds. It's what we did with it after that. So when you are aware of how you're reacting or what emotions you're feeling, it is absolutely vital to feel those feelings. I am not going to ever tell someone not to feel how they feel and not to breathe through those emotions and through those feelings and be in touch with that. But I'm going to invite you to not stay there, to not replay that. And usually when we replay those stories, we add on to them and often make it worse or often make it, make us more innocent. Do you know what I mean? And the situation more dra- dramatic. And so I want to encourage you to remember 90 seconds. When somebody cuts you off, when somebody, you know, whatever it is, 90 seconds. Take a breath, be aware of how you're feeling and move from there because you don't have to relive that. You, all of this comes down to being aware and then making a choice. You're welcome to stay in that anger and in that negative emotion, or you can be curious about Why do I feel so negative right now? And if I really feel this negative, do I want to keep doing whatever it is that is, you know, influencing this negativity? Hmm. Do I want to stay there? Or do I want to cross the street? Oh my gosh, I'm so dramatic. But I loved this analogy and I loved thinking about it and breaking it down. I'm sure we will talk about this again. And I'm confident we'll talk more about how our thoughts become our emotions. But um, that's just a little bit to think about. And so this week, I want to challenge you. Obviously, I want to encourage you to breathe on a regular basis so that we can increase our awareness. But I want to challenge you in your reactions this week. Are you going to react? or Are you going to respond? Are you going to allow your emotions to control you? Or are you going to control your emotions by getting curious and saying, what's this really about? Am I making this it? Am I making this bigger than it is? Interesting. I really hope that you can let me know how it goes, and I know you're going to have a great week because you're going to go kick some ass. Talk soon. Hey, it's Julia again. Listen, I am so glad you're here. And I was thinking if you're enjoying this as much as I am, you should definitely check out the Life After Breath community Facebook group. We are building an amazing community there with loads of extra content and some very special bonuses coming soon. And don't forget, you can always find me on your favorite social media platforms at Julia Christine Health. I hope to see you there, but I'll definitely see you here tomorrow.